in a vast landscape full of adventurers. You are now listening to the world of Chaotic Amateurs. Welcome to Chaotic Amateurs, the internet's number one D&D 5e play podcast. I'm your host and DM, Alex. With me today, I have... Dash is Thrakis. Bentley Michaels is Referia Nightmeadow. Brett as author. Caleb Ascori Telbrun. And sadly, Ball will not be joining us this episode. Uh, but last we left our adventurers, they were spending some time at the Chateau... Uh, talking with the Lord and the Lady of Turalyn and uh, concocting a plan uh, to pull some sort of prank on uh, the commander of the guard at the city itself. Let the adventure begin. Is that really where we left it? That's kind of what we did last time. (laughs) I'm fairly certain that sounds right. Yeah. It was the drunken night, the... uh, I think the beginning of that was um, flying around. Yeah, uh, oh, that's right. I went to bed or something. Yeah, yeah. Some people went to bed. Uh, Ball Boring. had a had a bit to drink and is is working specifically on the uh, UFO. Um, I think I think that's what Ball, what Miles' character would want to be doing. And so, for at least for this episode, we'll keep him uh, up in his lab in the uh, in in the chateau. Uh, beyond that, this is say the day after uh, the wild night with uh, with Adrian. Um, you haven't seen him come back. Um, is there anything you are all wanting to do uh, beyond your normal day to day training and routines? Let's go ahead and call Adrian back up and get another party going. I'm thinking, hair <laughs> um, of the dog. I'm thinking there's no reason that the chateau can't kind of become spring break (laughs) the club, you know. What are we like a frat now? I'm thinking like a Count of Monte Cristo style party, just like every night. Is there like a is there like a local college we can kind of you know, uh, I guess get ourselves aligned with as like a chapter, right? Like a fraternity chapter. And they put us through like a series of uh, tests to see if oh, we we're eligible. We're getting hazed. Uh, I.e. the entire plot of old school. Yeah. <laughs> I'm wondering why we don't start a fraternity and they come to us to join it and we haze them. I like that better. Let's do that. <laughs> I mean, uh, the, the Chateau does act uh, as, a, as a school in some regards, training the art of uh, war. That's true. Uh, yeah, I guess we. I guess yeah. we are technically a school of kicking ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of ass kicking. Of taking ass and kicking names. Yeah, <laughs> we're a of... baby. Ass kick university. Oh boy. Um, yeah, we're working on it. We'll workshop it. Yeah. yeah. So, in answer to your question, Alex, I would like mm-hmm. to. Uh, do my normal rune ritual for the morning 
Sure, uh, sure, yeah. And you know what? Uh, Wolf has been kind enough to to let me tag along with his trainings in the in the courtyard or whatever. So this one's going to be for for him. Uh, and ooh, it's a good one. Favorable wins. Uh, you get one luck point, which you lose at the next dawn. Uh, here it is, in case you're. I get a luck point. Here. Yeah, you get a luck point. Heck yeah. Yeah. Um, became a god, bro. Yeah. The the <laughs> the rune uh, symbolizes uh, nourishment and cattle. So. Uh, okay. Do, do with that as you will. Okay. And then at some point, I'd like to go down and inspect that pink crystal stuff that the guys, those guards broke. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, easy enough to investigate. Uh, you see the same pink crystal a crack in it, deeper than it was before uh, you all headed out to the uh, wastes. But, you know, other than that, nondescript, unless you want to spend some time or use some tools to try and investigate further. Yeah. Um, can I can I drip a little bit of that silvery fluid into the crack? Yeah, you can you can put a little bit of the uh, some drops into there. Um, I would say as as you do, you know, it comes out of the bottle cleanly, uh, and you spend you know a few moments. Nothing happens as it's kind of sitting in there, uh, but after say 15 20 minutes you get this fuzz of mold that kind of grows on it and just obscures uh the liquid as it sits in that chasm and it just grows slowly okay um does it look like it's local moss or is this independent like uh specific to the crystal you you take a look around uh and and note uh some um, similar moss, some some okay. some fuzziness on this kind of dungeon wall. Okay, like maybe it's um, contaminated the liquid in the rock. But is, is this moss even like local to this temperate zone? Do you okay. know what I'm saying? Like I wasn't gonna nerd out that much. <laughs> it's, uh, but yeah, if if the DM knows. I, it looks like it's local to this dun- this specific dungeon, like this it's, cell. Is it a zone eight? Moss? So definitely not like yeah. a ten degrees north or south type thing. Okay. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. It, but other than that, does does nothing. It seems to have okay. the same kind of effects that you've seen uh, elsewhere, where kind of amplifies the biology, amplifies the growth of what's nearby. Okay. Um, can I scrape that moss off and pocket that, and then I'm gonna try to chisel off a little piece of the pink crystal if i can yeah you, you definitely can uh it takes you a good amount of time um you have to go up and get the right tools but you can chisel off a chunk uh you know you know maybe about an inch chunk in about you know an hour okay is there somebody in town that can identify it for me because i don't think i have that ability yeah, you can definitely have somebody appraise it, you know, okay. find, find a jeweler or something that might know about it and and have uh, them do some identifying okay. of it. Well, if uh, anybody else is interested in going to town, I've, I've got a chunk of the rock I want to take in to see, get it evaluated. Um, but that's pretty much all I want to do for now. Okay. 
Um, Arthur. And as the as the day's going on, um, Willem Willem comes to you with a, a stack of uh, parchments and kind of sprays spreads them over over the table where you're at. And he's just uh, kind of go over things. He's like, "Hey, um, so they, they sent over some paperwork. Uh, I'm going over this stuff, and it's it's a uh, it's not above my head, but." It's it's close. It's real close. Um, there's a lot. The, the word servitude is in here a lot. <laughs> the word servitude. What the hell is this paperwork guy? And the, you kind of look look over it, and it's from the uh, Lady of Turlin, um, uh, Celeste, that you had dinner with, and it is outlining uh, and noting back to contracts that the uh, family Magnus has ha- had had with the, uh, the older generations. Um, the new contracts that are being kind of written out and it looks like they're wanting signed and, and kind of gone over. Um, these new contracts are to employ the uh, staff of the House Magnus, the hunting staff of the House Magnus in protecting the noble families and there's like a list of about a dozen specific families uh the lord and lady of turlin's uh name is on that list as well as you know 11 others that you don't you know you don't recognize you don't know the nobles here um and it says that you basically kind of going over this and having willem go over it look it sounds like you're you would be at the beck and call of these nobles if anything were to happen if attacks were to happen from uh, dragons, from elves, from fairies, from vampires or werewolves. The wolf pack, as named, would be sent off uh, to protect those houses. So we're like this gated community security. What's that? I said we're basically like this gated community security force. Yeah, that's kind of what I was getting. Willem... If I'm not mistaken, this turns us into a common band of mercenaries. Uh, it, it does seem like that. Um, <laughs> I When Gaston was running it, I, I think he had a group that was specific for this kind of work. He trained them, and he would take on the bigger jobs. That's what I've been able to gather. Uh, this seems different than the work that was done before. I don't know if they're trying to pull one over on us or or, or what. Um, well, I'm wondering if the thing to do ain't just sign it and change our name to something other than the wolf pack. <laughs> that, I, that may work. I, I'm not sure. So the wolf pack could be like, you know, the general sort of troopers that uh, wolf out there is training and I don't know, then we go by something else like the isn't there a dojo name that we were? Yeah, it was Cords Warriors. Yeah. You can't, I can't be a Cords Warrior. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little reluctant, actually. But you see what I'm saying? We find the loophole. We, beca- we sign it, but then we're like, we dissolve the wolf pack. <laughs> so, like, you know, it's less legally binding. Or we just simply, you know, move the wolf pack to be something else. 
or is I'm... my understanding of legal matters just entirely wrong, Willem? Well, I guess that's why it's kind of coming to you is I, I don't know what what to try and pursue if if we want to negotiate this or if uh, we want to try and, you know, Adrian had some ideas about using some sort of illusory script to put in loopholes. Yeah, I was um, sort of thinking. Yeah, so I'm just not sure where, where, to, where to go with this, who to ask questions of, you know? Right. I was sort of thinking that perhaps before I go ahead and sign myself into bondage with yet another person that perhaps I should check with Adrian, get his input. And if I am going to be signing the wolf pack into servitude, maybe they should have a say in it. So why don't we go ahead and gather the wolf pack uh, down in the kitchen? talk about it see what they think and uh yeah if we could somehow get a hold of adrian i think it would behoove us to it would behoove me at least to talk to him because yeah um he's not he's he's a little tough to get a hold of i'll try he he told me to do something um if i needed him but he he kind of comes and goes as he wants uh i think we're supposed to meet up uh later today in town though um there's a shipment of new new ingredients coming in all right well i guess it's on adrian then if he has to kill the next person that holds a contract over my soul then so be it i guess so you'd have a uh that would be your third patron i guess well i guess it'd be kind of neat if they killed adrian wouldn't it? that'd be kind of cool what that'd really spice it well i don't mean it literally willem i just mean like we didn't care when even figuratively well, when him. Eben was ganked, where was your where was your worries? Well, he was scary. <laughs> what? And Adrian isn't scary, Willem. Not that scary. Not not really. No, he's kind of he's taught me a lot. Yeah, I rather lack like it myself. All right, we'll hope for him to overcome against our enemies then. Uh, yeah, perhaps if we got to meet him in the city, we can. But I'd like to talk to the wolf pack, so I'll meet him all downstairs then. Okay, yeah, I'll go. I'll go let everyone know. Um, and Willem kind of goes around the house, just kind of letting letting each of you know um, that, yeah, the the con the about the uh, contract from from the Lord and the Lady. Uh, Arthur's got some some news about it and wants everyone to kind of meet in the dining hall to discuss it. And assuming you all come, I just kind of unload the contents of what it is and i say you know well it seems that my conversation uh with the lord and lady of turlin and bringing house magnus back to his full glory which uh my cousin gaston once oversaw comes with quite a few strings attached they use the word servitude approximately 69 times over uh, 14 times it sounded cooler when I said six so times. Yeah. They used the word servitude 14 times. Nice. Uh, as well as, <laughs> you know, synonyms for servitude. Um, before I go ahead and sign them, because it names here the Wolf Pack. Um, and of course, while I consider myself a full ranking member of the Wolf Pack, I cannot rightfully sign away um, mine or your rights. It seems if these families here, 12 families of whom I know 
literally nothing about, uh, we would be contractually and morally obligated to defend them in the face of danger. Are we getting paid? Uh, well, I assume there is financial compensation. I didn't read that far. I assume Willa might have. Um, there's, there's an amount of payment. Yeah. It doesn't seem like that much. Mm. It's about a quarter of what we're already making with the soap. Mm. <laughs> yeah. That's a no for me, dog. Yeah. I would say without any sort of negotiations, I'm not, I'm not keen on signing this right now. Wolf. Uh, what does the servitude have to do with uh, who's being served and who's servicing? Um, it's uh, so there's about a dozen noble families that uh, still have a contract with the family Magnus, and that's who we'd serve. Um, Wait, so we're servants? That's we, what it seems. That's like, what it. Yeah. No. Oh. oh. That's right. see, this is why I thought y'all should know. Well, even without Mr. Ball here, I feel safe in assuming that we are all of a like mind. We cannot rightfully sign this without proper negotiation or without proper subterfuge and beguilement, uh, with the help of Adrian. Uh, perhaps a few loopholes in our favor, and uh, we could get the city of Tyrolin uh, wrapped around our web, if you will. So, am I understanding this correctly? This is like a retainer for us, for our services, or, or is there actual yeah, like, tasks at hand? It sounds like when, if the, if the city of Tyrland comes under threat and these noble families are in danger by dragons or elves, or I don't know, we throw ourselves. The mages. In them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Front. We're like, we're like the front line, which is cool. I like that idea, but like also these families can just like go fuck themselves. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm more of the go fuck yourself. Party. It is. Could, it is rather interesting. Does anybody else notice that this is like man's work here? You know. Okay. All right. Anyway, uh, uh, call back. Yeah. <laughs> One not worth uh, calling back. Uh, so, <laughs> what if we contracted out some of Cord's warriors? Uh, as sort of a, a, a detail. We could we could dub them part of the wolf pack, and um, you know, and we could be more of a an advisory security team and maybe uh maybe the special forces if yeah. needed. Now apparently Willem says that uh he was able to gather that Gaston did something similar. He had his trained task force or what have you that saw to the daily duties that the contract required of him uh so that he could have free reign to go off and gallivant in the woods and pretend to be an important figure or whatever. Um so we could do something like that. You know, we could just be like, all right, Cords Warriors are now the Wolf Pack. I mean, obviously, we'd have to negotiate that in unless we dissolve the Wolf Pack and rename Cords Warriors the Wolf Pack and we become somebody else. Like, you know. Why would we have to do that? Like, I feel like we could names. just have some sort of fake ceremony to induct them into the Wolf Pack. Or just have them change the name in of title the only. Right. But then I feel like if we're still the wolf pack, then maybe we're still obligated. I don't know. I'm just thinking a legal loophole. I'm not a lawyer. What, Tailbrun? You a lawyer? No. You a lawyer <laughs> over there, Mr. Tailbrun? You know the I, law? I've been known to be pretty slippery, but I'm not a lawyer. I do declare that you're right full of shit there, Mr. <laughs> Tailbrun. 
Just kidding. I had to work. Scory slaps you in the face. What? Yeah, you had to get. As soon as I, I started declare, saying lawyer, I knew I had to say I do declare. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we we could. Uh, huh. I mean, why why don't we just negotiate the contract with them and see if we can get kind of a better or a different deal? Uh, I like that idea. And perhaps it behoove us to speak to Adrian in town. He's going to be collecting ingredients for his uh, soap pyramid scheme. Um, apparently, he's supposed to meet Will him later. I'm happy to go into town and get the details. Y'all can do whatever you'd like, or you can accompany me. Well, I was planning on going down there uh, myself, so I, I can tag along. Anybody else? Yeah, I should go to the library. You look tired, Rafirian. Well, I was doing something before this that I didn't get to go through. So I was just going to wait until you were done with this and then we do a flashback. Well, oh, oh, you look tired from that flashback, Rafirian. <laughs> Super tired. <laughs> <laughs> really, really, really. All right. Yeah. So we've got a group headed to uh, headed to town. Um, Bentley Riff, you, you said you had something else you wanted to do i had something i wanted to do before we started going to town it was going to be part of what i did in the morning oh yeah yeah what, what are you what are you looking to do i would have gotten out of my uh luxury converted broom closet on the roof mm-hmm. uh said hello to my bird pals and <laughs> what's up and then <laughs> and then i would have thrown him some you know some bread or whatever i've just been kind of like i just take bread rolls basically from fucking the dinner table at night and I always like let them sit out overnight so they're stale and then you oh, know, they love that give it to them and then when I do my morning meditation I've been like sitting on the edge like I'm Batman doing my cross-legged crisscross applesauce meditation with my chucks around my neck and then chucks and then um I'm going to take some more of that um, liquid that I had and take a little bit more than I did last time before I go into my meditative zone. Like, the, I believe it was the, the, the multicolored liquid in the flask or whatever. Yeah, the silver liquid. The At, at this point, you know what it's called. It's called aether. Right, aether. Oh, yeah. I couldn't, I thought, it, I thought there was two liquids. I thought there was a silver one. And I thought there was a colored one. So there's the, it's the silver one with multi, like as it kind of turns, you see these different colors inside of it. Oh, gotcha. The other one would have just been kind of like a kind of bright water. Gotcha. That's all it was. And that one, that one seems to not have any sort of magical effect that you found. Okay. Um, But Aether itself does. It has this, this effect where, where you've seen uh, plants just kind of grow out of proportion nearby it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I've been sort of microdosing that in my uh, in in my morning in my morning uh, um, meditations and that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, because I the last time I did it, I kind of went to like a different plane or something. I forget exactly what. But the last time, yeah, you saw into the ethereal, and a uh, spiritual frog um, had its you know had a connection with you. Yeah. Uh, and so this morning, uh, I'm gonna take. Uh, I normally do like a little couple like drops on the tongue or whatever, you know. Today I'm going to do the whole dropper because I don't seem to be getting the results that I think I should be getting. And I also have like all of my theories on it, so I kind of want to see what's up. Okay. I think I think what we had before was there was about four doses. 
when you had it, uh, you had that first one, and so doing this, you'll have two left. Uh, I mean, the, I had a whole the, flask it, of it. Yeah, and I'm only using like one of those little droppers. Right. So, so the to get that same effect uh, as the first time, like drinking a health potion, like drinking some sort of potion, it would be a certain amount. And so, what I'm saying is, um, um, I've grown resistant to it. Kind and, of. And I, must I mean, up just the to, if you if you have a little bit of it, it's you know doesn't produce a, a big effect, but oh. to have the effect kind of kick in, you for what you have left, you have three doses left. All right, I'll take and the full so, yeah. dose. Yeah, that and go ahead and give me a wisdom saving throw. All right. Same thing as last time. <laughs> yeah, four, four. Um, and where do you do this? I'm sitting up on top of the roof, crisscross applesauce, looking out over all the lands. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you're you're kind of sitting up there. The birds are keeping an eye on you. You take the dose and you you look over the forest uh, itself, um, and you get this this kind of black and white coloration, and you begin to see into that plane between the planes, uh, and the, there's a calming feeling to it. And you look over to the kenku, these odd formed kenku with a singular glowing eye. And you see kind of around them is this form of a kenku, what they used to look like. Mm. The the long beak comes out. You can kind of see this. And it's like a ghostly image. You see its eyes are just closed. And it's just kind of like, you know, its, it's beak kind of moves a little bit like it's sleeping. Mm. Mm-hmm. You see that on both of them. Uh, you look around the yard and you see other little spirits uh, um, nearby. Uh, you see uh, the nightmare, the uh, kind of running, you know, back and forth in the backyard. And you see its kind of flaming mane is just massive in the ethereal. It's wow. just this, this like light trail as it moves back and forth. And as you look over on the forest, um, the canopy you see odd little spirits kind of jumping out and flying and you know every every thing that's alive every tree and every animal has got this spirit connected to it and you just are seeing these like an ocean out on the forest top uh and as you kind of look out and you're looking up where the mountains begin far off past uh the border of of the chateau of the magnus family's uh claim uh Kind of from there, you see just this dark shadow kind of like rising up, almost like a bubble coming up, for, you know, underwater. And as it does, you see kind of all little white specks drop from it. And it forms these two kind of ears and then two eyes that are slits that just kind of look at you from miles away. And you're just kind of with that with that wisdom saving throw you're just kind of stuck looking at it and the next hour goes by in an instant for you as you have some sort of connection with this spirit that you know that's that's miles away and and you just feel at the end of this this sinking pit of a feeling 
like you your heart dropped down beneath the earth would i have a a, a general idea of like what the object and or creature that i'm looking at is or is it just more like a, a weird sort of somewhat faced in like the mist uh you would you would if you didn't know before you know by the end of it that this is the spirit of these woods and this mm. is the black wolf mm. you know scory has talked about this before you've heard it in the in the woods before mm-hmm. uh it is the spirit that protects this place right but after that, you kind of snap out of it and you see color again and you see the Kenku as they were. And it's, yeah. Okay. So then I'm assuming I'm found and we go down and have our. our you guys have your conversation. Our discussion. You get ready to go. And to... I'm still kind of like half, I'm still half chipping balls, man. <laughs> and I'm also kind of like processing everything I saw because I was like, man. I got a lot of crap to look at the library. Yeah. Uh, are you guys walking or are you taking a teleportation circle? What's the weather like? I'm taking uh, a teleportation nice. circle. Nice and sunny. I've got a I've got a partly cloudy. I got a Van Dam kick to 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 keep up with the gardener. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm fine taking the circle. Yeah. So you guys take the circle. Give me an acrobatics check for the Van Dam kick. Yes. Uh, 24. 24. Very nice. Uh, yeah, you jump in. Van Dam kick. Very good. Uh, you look around. Gardner's not there. Ah, crap. And I move off of the thing just because I don't want something to teleport on top of me. <laughs> and kind of as you, as you, you know, move off and turn, you see the gardener's just kind of like behind a bush and just kind of sta- stands up yep. and gives you a thumbs up. You missed it. <laughs> oh, I saw it. It was very good. Yeah, you saw it from behind the bush, you old lion bear garbage. Who you knows see a lot of things from behind bushes. Okay, you creep. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you pervert. <laughs> but you make it into town, uh, the whole the whole lot of you. All right. I'm going to go to the, the library. Okay, you can go to the Academy Veritas. I'm gonna Where's everyone else going. I'm gonna start trying to do research on the Black Wolf since I'm putting two and two together. I guess I'm gonna go with Willem to meet Adrian. Scory's okay. gonna eat a bag of nuts. And I wanna get that rock checked out. And then I'll okay. I'll find whoever happened you know, whoever I happen upon first after mm-hmm. that. Uh and Wolf. Wolf, what are you up to? Uh, I was actually hoping to, uh, get some of, uh, uh, a few of my cords warriors and maybe get them some like live combat experience. Cause I don't think any of them have ever actually seen real combat, uh, as far as Not I know. Not a lot, no. So uh, I, I would like to get a collection of them to kind of, maybe we can go out and find a, a, a uh, maybe like a, an ad or something like a, hey, can you take care of some bandits in the woods or someone's been robbing the hen house? Oh, you know, um, you know right where to go. Uh, you know to go to Cord's Coliseum uh, where oh, okay, yeah, competition yeah. Uh, is. Um, yeah, let's let's head over there first. Uh, the tournament grounds that um, the where the Wolfpack made their name. 
uh, seems to be just kind of uh, set up for some training uh, at the moment. There's some uh, kind of a, like a group of, of summer uh, camp kids running drills and uh, practicing their, their maneuvers uh, as competition kind of watches on and you know, you see, you see one of them is you know, he, he's like holding their arms and it's like, no, you want to hit, you know, put the, put the pressure rig here and that'll get the most, most force. Don't worry. The protective pads will, will protect you. You're not going to hurt them. So, you know, go ahead, go ahead. And you see the kids, you know, go off hitting each other with sticks. Um, as you come up and you've got, you know, your group of cords warriors with you, uh, competition, you know, gives you a big wave and says, ah, well met. Ah, uh, yes. Hello, competition. It has been a while. Uh, it has. Are... It has. I heard of your your valiant efforts down in the wastes. Everyone's been talking about it. Yes, yes. Very valiant. And of I've course, been hearing a song recently. Um, <laughs> I swear it's about you. Uh, a song? Yes. Yes. Uh, All the bars have been playing it. I. It talks about oh. the great leader of the wolf pack, the wolf oh. with the wolf bone axe. Oh, yes. Yes, that's why that is quite incredible, of course. <laughs> They're singing my praises as chord for saw, of course. Yes. Right, right, right. Um, so what brings you around the uh, Coliseum? Oh, um, yes. Uh, do you know anywhere else to playing that? song um real quick before i get to my other business oh i'm i i heard it at um uh the downtrodden inn the downtrodden um, inn okay yes um, uh that's where yeah. i heard it but i a few yeah. you know all, i think most of the bars have, have been playing it that's what uh oh, all right some of the other i i play a gay a, a poker game ever so often and uh it oh, seems right uh people have been been playing it i i don't know where it originated from but the song's good. Yeah, it's that's a mystery. I have no idea. Um, uh, well, I uh, allow me to introduce. Sorry, <laughs> my manners have gotten away from me. Allow me to introduce you to Cords Warriors. Here is just a, a collection of them uh, from my entire regiment. I've been training soldiers. So oh, very good, very good. Chateau, passing on my knowledge of warfare and combat in the name of Cord. <laughs> He kind of uh, gives you a, a a a knowing look, you know. You you see him, and he yes. he has all these kids he's training, and he's he sees that inspiration of of teaching in you, and he's it warms his uh, metal heart. Yes, another steward of the art of killing. Uh, That's right. Uh, however, he shakes all their hands. Is good to meet you. Good to meet uh, you. However, my my soldiers here have not. Well, they've had plenty of training, and of course, the best training for me. They've not had a lot of real-world combat against an enemy combatant uh, other than each other. So I was hoping oh, we see. find them possibly some uh, nasty challenge or so. Oh, yes, I'm sure we could find something. Do, do we want to make a show of it? I'm sure I could... Uh, dip into some of the uh, treasury and uh, put on something in the Coliseum. Okay, yes, yes. That would be nice. I would like that. And they would... Oh, good, good. Uh, 
you wanting them to prepare for this, know about it beforehand, or do you want to surprise them? Well, my warriors are always ready, so any time will be fitting. All right, all right. I will set it up. Uh, meet with me in a few days. I will yes. uh, talk to one of my wizarding friends that may be able to summon something of uh, interest for the town. Perfect. And if the court's warriors are able to defeat it, a good show will be had. And if not, well, they will learn some valuable lessons. And he gives all of, of them a stern look. Of course. Of course, they're ready to succeed or fail. Fantastic, fantastic. You hear that, everyone? We're going to be having a exhibition soon. You all better train up. We'll have you as uh, young stewards there. And all the kids kind of look in confusion. Some are excited. Um, but yeah, you've, you've secured to the Coliseum. They're going to put on a show and have sweet have them fight something. Uh, cool. And I, I turn to my warriors and, and I go, now remember, you carry the mantle of my god and my name. Do not ruin my reputation here. Of course, sir. Yeah, of course. All right, um, good. We, we really don't know what we're going to fight. What are they going to what, is it, what are they going to do? What are they going to have trained you to be ready to fight right. anything. If anything. they put Cord himself there, you will take his head off. You understand me? Yes. All right. Yes. All right, let's go find that uh, pub uh, for a drink, of course. Who's up for Ooh, lunch? Fantastic. <laughs> maybe, maybe a song. Who knows? They All know right. right where it is. Uh, they're locals. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you've, you've, you've secured that. Um, Sweet. <laughs> That was great. That's going to be fun. <laughs> Heck yeah. Um, Rhyferian, as you head over to the Academy Veritas, uh, you open up, um, you know, you open up the door and you, you head on in. And before you can get to the, uh, you know, the old lady that usually helps you out, um, from one of the stalls, you hear a whisper. Uh, excuse me. Excuse me. What? And I've got my checks out. What? And you see this uh, kind of shorter dwarf uh, looking fellow, um, long scraggly beard, and just uh, or just in a, in this little nook with books piled high working on something. Uh, and he just motions, motions for you to come over. Hey, hey, come here. Come here. Okay. And I will cautiously go over okay so um and he kind of like looks to see if the you know the gal uh is noticing what you're doing um and she kind of looks over notice the door open but but doesn't pay pay any attention as he kind of brings you over to this little this little nook he says um you're you're Rhyferian right you're the one that's been bringing in all the the those notes and stuff about the wastes Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Um, hey, I just want to give you a heads up. Uh, people at the Capitol have been coming here and, and asking questions about that stuff. Uh, I took a look at it. It seems crazy. I don't know what any of it has to do with the Capitol. I didn't think anyone knew what was in the wastes even, but... You've piqued somebody's interest. That's really cool. I'd love to share it with you, but like the last three people I've wanted to share it with 
haven't turned out well for me. But, uh, you know, I, uh, I'll tell you this much. I've been holding all the best stuff back. I've just been sort of, you know, uh, greasing, gilding the lily, as it were. Uh, I, that's a, I mean, if you're going to survive in this industry, you gotta, you gotta keep those secrets close. You know, those, those are as valuable as any gold coin. Um, yeah, I basically gave him like the, like the, like the first stages of everything. And then depending on the results I was going to see, then I was like, why am I telling you all of this? Dang it. <laughs> hey, I went through the, the stuff that you gave to the Academy, the notes, uh, you know, it's it's not hard to to extract some some sort of, you know, key system to to translate some of that, and whatever this stuff is, aether, um, that seems super powerful. Uh, so, I just some sometimes you know if you can give away too much, and then people in power want to kind of use that stuff against you. It kind of kind of points to like a scar he's got down his arm, like saying that he's you know he's done this before. It says they'll they'll come after you if if you're not careful. Mm. Throw in throw in you know stuff that sounds right but isn't quite right. That'll throw him off the trail, I think. Very well. What's your name? Glazo. Glazo. Well, pleasure to meet you, Blaza. What are you like? So, like, what, what's your deal? What do you do? Just research too, or are you just hiding in here like a creep, like you're behind some uh, sort of book bushes, trying to see me? I mean, you know, I, I stay in the books pretty often, but they, they, you know, it's good work here at the academy. I mm-hmm. I've ventured into a few of the, uh, uh, you know, some of the some of the tombs outside of the Crimson Vale. Oh, that's There's cool. some in, interesting stuff there. Uh, I've got kind of a, I know a, I know a, you know, special ritual to get past some of the traps. They've got traps that suck all the blood out of you. Oh, that's um, awesome. But here's the thing. If you have already cast something that puts blood in you, if it's taken out, they don't work. It's, <laughs> it feels super weird, but you sure. know, no one else knows how to do it. That's, that's awesome. why they keep me around. Right, right. And that's like one of those things that you don't tell them. Well, I don't tell them how to do it. I tell them I can do it, though. Oh, gotcha. And so they need me. So it's like kind of similar. Like, I could probably go into one shadow and pop out of the other side. Hmm? Yeah, sure, yeah. All right. Well, we're at the same place, Glasgow. I like your style. Hey, hey no problem. Just, you know, just looking out. Hey. You seem like you know what you're doing. I tr- yeah. Um, so, uh... What, what's with the help? What, what what do you want back? Like, what do you... What's your deal? Oh, um... I kind of put my chucks to say, what do you want, Glasgow? Whoa, wait, hey, whoa. N- nothing really. I mean, just seemed like interesting stuff. I, you know, if you're going out there again to try and uncover anything more about the waste, I, I bet you that's the next new, you know, hotspot for discovery. The... The witch, the, sorry, the, the wastes. One? The waste. Bro, oh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, the waste. So, I mean, if you if you're already if you're already you know the first to know about some of this stuff, you know, right. if you need my help, I'm I'm here. What kind of help could you provide, Glasgow? Like I said, I, I 
know a fair fair number of rituals that can really protect you, you get in dangerous places. places. We find the places you get in. I see. I see. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. I'll uh I'll keep that in mind. I'll keep you uh keep you in mind as a specialist once uh once I meet up with my crew. If we figure out what we're gonna do, I'll be like I know a know a fun little dwarf named Glasgow who can get by some stuff. Hey, sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Cool. Yeah, just and then on the I'm, down low. And then I'm gonna find the nearest shadow and pop in and then show up 60 feet somewhere else just to like kind of like i don't know irish goodbye him just like all right well zip (laughs) yeah you you do that and you kind of see the look on his face as you appear elsewhere as just confusion and he's like oh that's why he said that (laughs) and and you see him just write some notes down (laughs) um and as as you appear uh you kind of spook uh, the the uh, lady there, and she uh, looks down and she goes, "Oh, <laughs> hey, Rivarian Night Meadow, hello, it's me, it's me. Have you got anything else uh, for us today?" Uh, yeah, yeah. Actually, I was like, I, I kind of like was going over my notes again, and I wanted to maybe like amend some stuff that I've been putting down because I think I misunderstood, like you know, co- you know, couple of the squigglies. Like I was looking at it backwards. Oh, because yes, I wasn't course, thinking about course, like here. when I. When I etched it, and then I forgot to flip the thing. A common mistake, yes, yes. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm just a little the, kid. I don't know Some anything. of the uh, papers. You, you see she hands you, like, a stack of uh, copied pieces of parchment. It's your same, it's the same stuff that you brought in, but these are copies that were magically made. Oh. And it says, any, any sort of revisions you want to make, please uh, make them right here. Um, we would greatly appreciate it. And uh, if you are so interested, uh, we do have some contract work. Um, If you would like to... I am. Head to uh, the capital. Uh, It seems they have a a meeting about the wastes going on. A group of advisors and nobles are are gathering uh, to discuss the uh, futures of the wastes and with this knowledge, I'm sure they would appreciate your uh, talents. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's see that. I'd be interested with the contract. Fantastic. I will let them know. I'm sure they will uh, make their presence known. Um, send you an invitation to the chateau. Thank you very much. I'm just going to go over these and and try to find all my mistakes. Oh, of course, of course. And she sets you up with, uh, you know, pens and inks and and uh, what have you. Cool, cool, cool. Um, and then I'm going so to you... sit there and just kind of take in, like, um, uh, Glasgow's. Uh, I kept calling him Glasgow to show dominance, of course. But uh, Glasgow's um, notes, I'm going to kind of, like, start going through these. And in my best ditch attempt to, like, kind of do what he did, but... Uh, you know, see if there's little things like, or or if there's like notes and thoughts that I've had, kind mm-hmm. of now like think the opposite and or, you know, like actually that was like a false, you know, that after I remembered more later on that we actually kind of did and then that didn't pan out. So that doesn't work, you know, like stuff like that because I realized, yeah, yeah. go I'm, ahead and give me I realize I also realize I'm kind of fucked, <laughs> like because um, these are copies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll go ahead and make this. This would be a forgery check. Um, 
I would say that you can add your proficiency to this as your uh, researcher. And then if you want to add either charisma or intelligence uh, to this role, plus your proficiency. I don't see forgery on here. Is, is right. A- so, so, so add your proficiency bonus and then either your charisma or intelligence. Okay. I got modifier. Uh, three, 18 proficiency. And then you say wisdom. Intelligence or okay. charisma. Okay, so uh, a non-natural 20 then. The 20 Okay. So yeah, you feel pretty confident that you've made some changes uh, to it that will throw off the smell without obscuring the whole thing entirely. Yeah. Um, I, uh... You know, there's enough believability in there with, an, with enough kind of loose threads and tangents that would keep somebody guessing. I would think I would probably go back to like maybe some of my third, my first thoughts in my notes before I kind of like figure it out and put all like, you know, like I'll go back to like the first things back actually and see if like they'll believe it. I don't know. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a solid, solid score there. Basically that's the DC to try and, you know, uncover uh, the secrets of what you have. And so she takes those and, and, you know, uh, you know, graciously thanks you um, for, for the added information. Uh, cool. I'm going to go try to find my friends now. Perfect. And I'm very antsy because I'm still kind of coming down. I'm like, ah, this is not the day to be <laughs> off <laughs> yeah. your game, Riff. Yeah. Do we have uh, Scory? You want to get the uh, piece of uh, piece of work identified? Yeah. Um, easy enough. Uh, you you talk to the magic item seller that you got the uh, glass from initially, and they, you know, for your for your mask, and they kind of right. send you towards the uh, higher end district to a uh, jewel crafter. Have I, Um, have I been there to this, this place? No, you haven't. Okay. Um, You see a uh, gnomish woman um, is, is, has got a little uh, setup there. um, And it's all kinds of necklaces and pearls and, you know, chains, just, uh, very opulent, opulent wares uh, okay. in here. And as you come in, she kind of gives you a furrowed brow and just says, um, yes, do you need something? Uh, if you're looking for the bar, it's not here. Uh, kind of in an embarrassed fashion, I look down at my my outfit and kind of pat off, try to clean myself up as much as possible. Oh, oh you're... Mm. <laughs> getting dust everywhere i'm sure yeah um uh, uh, i'm sorry to bother you it, this will only take a second i i heard that you're the absolute best around here for for identifying interesting stones uh, oh i see you've got something to sell well then come on in i may be wanting to buy it well well i'm not there yet i don't know if i want to sell it yet but um, well, maybe you, you can know until we know what it is. I guess that's fair. That's why you're the best. She puts um, out her, her hand. And I fish it out and give it a, a rub on my shirt and place it in her hand. Ah, thank you very much. And she kind of holds it and looks at it. She's got a few pieces of glass that she cycles through on her uh, glasses. Uh, you see similar to your own. Mm. Um, to try, just trying to detect different magic. And she goes through kind of disappointed because it doesn't pop up with anything. Mm. She goes over and puts it in a device and starts, you know, spending a few minutes just 
pointing different colored lights at it. Um, is, is everything okay over there? Oh, yes, it's fine. We just have to see how the light bends around this, and it will help us determine just exactly what it is. It's pink. I can tell you that much just by looking at it. Not magical. Hmm. It could contain some magic, but uh, by itself, it doesn't seem to be doing much. Um, And, you know, she goes through the the, the sets and uh, comes back and holds it up to you and says, well, it'd be useful... uh, for some large magical effects, but in its current state, um, it's just a nice-looking gem. Uh, I could... when... yes. Sorry. Well, I was just wondering. You said uh, it may have some some effect with uh, magic involved. Oh yes, most gems or crystals can contain magic inside of them, uh, especially if they're faceted. The mm. magic is is reflected back into the crystal itself, and uh, contains the power interesting so would it be able to do it in its natural state the state that it's in now or would i need it to could, have it, but it wasn't be it wouldn't be as efficient i see it needs to be refined okay yes that's why you need the skills of someone like me hmm uh, but this piece i mean i could break it down turn it into something uh, it's only going to i i would only be buying it for about a gold though hmm does it mean? Uh, th- does it change your your opinion of this stone? If I were to tell you that um, it's been sitting under the Chateau Magnus for quite some time. Hmm. <laughs> Chateau Magnus, the Chateau Magnus. She's gonna make a history check to see if she knows about that. She doesn't. I'm not quite sure what the Chateau Magnus is or where it's located. Um, but so, unless you're it's, it's concentrated just, it's on, just on... past the river uh, just past the stream and there's a big kenku tree you know you, you don't get out oh, in the wilderness going out much or... west um, what just before the ethereal veil yeah yeah that is on the other side I see um, interesting I'm sure but like I was saying, unless a concerted effort was put into imbuing this with magic, I don't think it would be. Um, it would change my opinion of it, at least. Hmm. Okay. Um, well, what would it take to get you to refine this into something that I could use effectively? Oh, uh, if you'd want to uh, imbue it with some sort of magic, I could um, spend some time with it. A few gold pieces, uh, and it'll be done by the end of the day. Oh, excellent. Okay. Yeah. Um, Let's go ahead and do that. You know what? They were right. You are the best. I'm glad I came in. Sorry about uh, about the mess I'm leaving everywhere, though. Don't worry. I have uh, ways of dealing with that. (laughs) Just when you're going to come into my shop, make sure you've, you know, cleaned up a little. Uh, I'll do my best. (laughs) Thank you. Um, you give her the, you know, two gold for it and she, yeah. you, you can pick it up uh, at the end of the day. Cool. And on my way out, I'm going to try to scrape off any mud I have on my boots on whatever carpet or rug she has, just <laughs> out of spite. <laughs> you just hear the, the quietest little sigh as mm-hmm. you, as you leave. Oops, sorry. Um, <sighs> uh, and then, um, yeah, I'll go find 
whoever I come across. Sounds good. Yeah. I'm going to try and meet up with the rest of the group there. Yeah. Um, Arthur, you are headed down to the docks. Uh, Willem is headed headed that, that way with you. Perfect. Um, he says, um, so uh, there's a way we're supposed to enter the warehouse. Um, just to make sure no, we're not seen. Apparently, Adrian, and he kind of looks around when he says his name. Um, he's uh, not liked by the uh, Lord of Town. So he seems to do things kind of on, uh, on the side in secret. Um, so come, come this way. Uh, and he, Willem kind of takes you uh, down past the docks and you, you go past a number of warehouses um, and then underneath a bridge that goes over the uh, river that flows through town, you go in through there and then walk down through one of the sewers that's there. And it is just filthy and gross and wet. Uh, odd bits of, you know, mushroom and fungus grow on the walls there. Uh, and you go down about 40, 50 feet and there is a secret panel uh, on kind of where, where one of these doors are doors is with some sort of maintenance. Um, and it clicks open and it opens a stone uh, door on the other side of it. And he takes you up uh, into the basement of one of these warehouses. Well, this is rather secretive, Willem. I don't think right? I would have found kind it. Of interesting. It is, it's kind of neat, yeah. Yeah. You just make sure the guards aren't watching when you go in and uh, when you uh, leave um, the same same thing. Just, you know, if you change your clothes, he says that's good. Yeah, I imagine I probably would change my appearance. Um, I kind of recall um, before we left for the Wastes, Mm-hmm. I created like an alter ego or something with Adrian there. I don't remember what, but using my mask of many faces feature. Yeah. Um, yeah. I believe you did. I, um, I don't remember what that was, but he, we were definitely dealing with some shady people and he's like, all right, they don't really like me. So I'm going to be someone else. You might want to be someone else. Yeah. So. And so, yeah, if you want to, if you want to adopt that, um, you know, that the, whatever face that was. Yeah. Uh, you can, you can. Um, I think I might. Seems Willem is fine being Willem, um, and I think I think before you did that, Adrian did the same thing, adopted a different look, went by a different name. Um, when he deals with, uh, you know, the the kind of you know criminal adjacent people that he works with that yeah. know things about the town and are able to do things, and uh, yeah, you you adopt that. Uh, whatever form that is, uh, Willem opens up the kind of uh, top hatch of this little basement, and you are in this warehouse that is kind of bustling. Um, you see like a conveyor system where people are, you know, pushing things down some rollers and uh, packaging up uh, different items. You see big vats being uh, stoked by some fires. And, uh, you know, some stuff being poured into these vats and it makes this frothy solution that just stinks. Um, you see a number of crates have been brought in and you see there's a, a couple of uh, uh, guys just adding in some of these ingredients that Ball had left for the 
uh, for Adrian to add into some of these new products. And uh, you see the whole operation of this hand cream lotion setup. There's probably about two dozen people working here. Um, you know, just just going about their business. Uh, you see there's like a foreman that's up on a, a upper deck there, looks down at Willem and gives him a nod. And, you know, he looks over at you and Willem gives him a nod. And he's like, okay, I guess these guys are okay. Jesus. <laughs> Some of the workers are naked, so they don't have any pockets in which to steal product or... <laughs> no, nothing like that, because everyone gets a bit of the product to take home with them. Oh, yeah, of course. They get, of they course. Uh, most, you know, don't use it and they give, you know, they sell it or they give it to whoever. Um, uh, but Willem kind of just looks over to you and and says, uh, so, yeah, this is uh, this is where the magic happens. Um, uh, Mr. Adrian's supposed to be meeting, meeting, I think, in about about an hour uh, if, if we just want to wait around. Um but uh but yeah this is this is the whole operation wow this is rather impressive willem i have no idea it was this industrious it's it's pretty yeah i didn't you guys were gone for a little bit but i didn't think we'd get all this done in that amount of time adrian knew what he was doing um wow we've got like though is this like not entirely all legal I have not asked that question. Are we avoiding taxes? <laughs> What's happening down I here? I assume we're avoiding taxes. Uh, I don't think they regulate lotion here. I, I figured that out. Um, Willem, before Adrian gets here, I mean, are we okay with whatever's happening here? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's why I haven't asked that many questions. I've just been kind of going along for the ride. All right, well... I'm getting some Soylent Green vibes. As long as your gut feels all right about it, then I'll trust you. Oh, my gut doesn't feel all right about it. My gut just doesn't feel about it. Well, I just mean, like, as long as your gut can rationalize or justify ignoring whatever it is, that's good enough for me. Yeah. Hey, I mean, this is better than stuff we used to be doing. Cutting people's hands off and whatnot. Yeah, that was... Okay, yeah, fair point. All right. (laughs) So, you know... This is rather victimless by comparison. That's what I was thinking. You know, some some fancy lad or lady put some, you know, whale crap on their hands. That's hilarious. <laughs> All right. I, I wasn't too concerned about the legality or the morality. Just like, you know, this ain't going to come back and bite us. You know, that's kind of what I'm worried about. But well, whatever. Yeah, that's good enough know. for me. I hope not. Um, I mean, but that is that is seems... the thing is is everything is being sold under your name. Oh. Because you're, I mean, you're the noble. You're the one that makes it all happen. Well, uh, I'm sure that ain't going to be a problem until it's a problem, Willem, but... Well, yeah, exactly. Oh, well. What are we going to do? I mean, I'm kind of all soul indebted to Adrian thing. <laughs> what, what does the label say on these things like what is the name of this product you haven't come on coming up with a with a name for it it's got to be real chateau de magnesie like yeah yeah if you all want to come up with the name you know you 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 can absolutely name it i just assumed it was i do declare i do oh oh, do oh do declare like like, oh do do toilet oh do is pretty good yeah 
That's funny. Really I was thinking about like whale semen, you know. So I was like, it's called magnuts. <laughs> not quite as elegant, but <laughs> also it's whale whale shit, not semen. I um... know, I know. <laughs> um, well, but yeah, you you spend you know some time just kind of wandering about, getting a feel for the operation before uh, Adrian shows up. Um, same same way comes up through the uh, through the basement. Um, looks around and uh, you see it's not Adrian, but uh, it's similar face, dark hair, dark like leather. uh, And uh, you see notably has like two swords hilted uh, on the side where Adrian, you know, doesn't wield a weapon really. Um, But you can definitely tell just by looking at it who it is. And uh, and he looks over at at uh, you uh, and says, oh, my good friends, you've made it. Uh, We should have our meeting upstairs. Come, come. Naturally. And uh, you head up to the top part. Uh, Adrian kind of nods to the foreman who heads heads down and just starts kind of, you know, telling everyone what's what what's going on to, you know, what projects to wrap up and and does does all that foreman work as you uh, enter into this kind of oddly furnished upper office, uh, long couches, tall dining tables, um, looks to have been stolen from all number of fancy people in this town. Uh, and Adrian just looks looks the, the two of you and says, well, what do you think of the operation? Quite a bit of a, a work, but I think it's running well. Well, it's about time I see what my name is going on to here. Well, yes. I mean, you're out in the wastes, and uh, <laughs> you were bound to find out about what we're doing with the good name Magnus. I thought it was a, a quaint little way of making money. Um, and it seems to keep a fair number of people employed. Look at you. You're a regular old economics professor now or something, right? Something like that. <laughs> impressive. That's pretty impressive. And I imagine the city of Turlin, you know, they must get their fair cut. Am I right? Oh, sure. Why not? They can <laughs> Why uh, not? get a cut <laughs> of um, some of the dried bits that we uh, throw away. Those go down into the river. Um, oh, all I meant is in terms cut? of the capital you're generating with all these <laughs> jobs here. That's all I meant. These well, jobs, yes, we're stimulating the economy. They're buying they're a restaurant. purchasing beers and exactly. wines, of course, but I'm not getting a single cent of what we're making here. Well, good. I'm glad. Because that, uh, yeah, that Lord's a right piece of doo-doo. He is just the worst. That reminds me, Willem, uh, did they send the contracts over? And Willem's like, oh, yes, yes. And he grabs some of it and he starts kind of looking through it. Says, Arthur, did you go through these yet? Oh, I poured over them thoroughly. You don't, you shouldn't do that. Just have Willem do it and he'll go over it for you. Oh, he did as well. And good, good, good. He told me 14 uh, times they used the word servitude. It seems, it seems as such. Um, this is a fairly standard opening. Uh, kind of offer. We'll have to tweak some of it, um, as long as that's okay with you, Lord Magnus. 
Oh, it's absolutely not acceptable in its current form. Of course. Yeah, not. I figured I'd see what you had to say about that. Um, no, we should we should make some changes. The Lord and the Lady have some kind of uh, divining ways if we wanted to try and trick them into a contract that they, has a few loopholes, but they may be able to get past that. Um, what I'm thinking is we leverage your position as defender of the wilds into into something where we can gain more than this paltry sum. Um, were you thinking perhaps to commission the warriors of Cord instead of yourselves to do these tasks? I think that was one idea. You see, I'm not one for a day job, exactly. Of course now, not. If I can't wow my days uh, away by smoking and drinking at my leisure and going on adventures when I'm so pleased, then I'm not so sure and I understand what the point of being born wealthy was. <laughs> exactly. I, you, uh, there's a reason the fates brought us together, Lord Magus. So what we can do, we, we can either, if you've got a group that you want to employ here, we can try and do that, factor that in, or, or we could provide the service of training those that would do this for these nobles. Um, that may be something that's a little harder to negotiate, but I think might work. It gets them what they want, and we act as a school... If you're interested in that, not a bad your man idea. Wolf is, seems to be a, a decent teacher of these uh, young soldiers. It's not the worst idea. Now, I sort of do like the idea of having a bit of a finger on the pulse, if you know what I'm saying. I see, of course. No, yes, if, if we've got a little more input on there, and this is where the, really the cherry on top comes in, I think. Um, we should requisition a former teacher of the Chateau de Magnus, uh, Tyfelt, the uh, captain of the guard, the one we were discussing, uh, should be brought on as an instructor under the leadership of the Chateau de Magnus. And so he would be our pawn, our plaything, or whatever we want him to be. You think we can get this one? I, I, if we cannot, then the powers I wield are useless. <laughs> I like the sound of that, Adrian. All right, I will make some revisions. Um, uh, it looks like everyone needs to sign of the wolf pack. Uh, per... So we'll go over some of these things. If you want to meet at uh, Spiders later, I will be performing there tonight. Um, we can go over all of this uh, then. Naturally, if we're going to meet a spiders, I'm going to warn you that I believe Mr. Wolf is going to want to hear that song. Oh, it's been going around. Um, I've I've been uh, performing as other, you know, cameoing as as extravagant adventurers, and <laughs> it should be making its way all through Ustama now. Um, hopefully, even beyond. You know, uh, he is the one that helps save you from that donned genie. Absolutely true. Well, uh, until tonight, then. And he starts kind of going through the papers and, and writing things down, making notes. Toodaloo. Toodaloo, Arthur. And I think that is where we will leave it for today's episode, as you all will meet up at the Spider's Tavern to go over uh, things of, uh, a co of the contract. 
Um, thank you guys for joining us around our proverbial podcast table. I have been Alex, your DM, and with me today has been Dash is Wolf. Apparently, Michael's is referring to Nightmare Well, uh, Red is Arthur. And Caleb is Scory Telburn. Grab your sword and keep on adventuring. Follow us across all platforms with Chaotic Amateurs. Please subscribe, rate, and review our show on your podcast app of choice to help us climb the charts and find new adventurers. Or become a patron on Patreon to help our heroes continue their quest. Thank you for listening to Chaotic Amateurs. Chaotic Amateurs.